This podcast is brought to you by My Wedding Professionals. A group of award-winning suppliers and experts for your wedding day. Hello and welcome. This is the latest podcast for My Wedding Professionals. We are a group of multi-award-winning wedding suppliers based in Kent, from whom you can find all your wedding essentials from cakes to cosmetics, photos to flowers, and basically anything you need for a great wedding. I am Peter Thompson, a professional Toastmaster, and our great DJ Tim from Mint DJs is recording and producing this podcast. In these podcasts, we'll be chatting to our very own experts to give you some ideas and options for your very special wedding day. And as always, we hope that you will find them informative, interesting and amusing. Today, I am delighted to be speaking to the husband and wife team of Jeff and Sarah Oliver. Please tell us about yourselves and what you do. Thanks, Peter. Yes, we're Jeff Oliver Photography. I'm Jeff. I'm Sarah. Um, and collectively, um, we're predominantly wedding photographers, um, traveling all over the, the world to photograph weddings, predominantly um, Kent and London. But yeah, we will travel anywhere. So how did you start? So we actually met on a photography course. Uh, photography has always been a part of our lives. Uh, my dad was a, an amateur photographer and I picked up stuff from him. So doing it as a job is a perfect lifestyle for us. We both love landscape photography and I think this comes across in our wedding photos. We, we still love taking beautiful landscape photos. The only difference is nowadays there's a bride and groom in them. So in the time that you have been working together, got married yourselves how was that wedding yeah it was amazing you you always say your own wedding is amazing but it really was amazing we had a great day yeah we was fortunate enough to get married in italy in tuscany and as sarah said yeah it, it was it was an amazing day um and yeah we look back on it fondly still it, it had to be abroad because we didn't want it to feel like a day at work <laughs> so we we went to another country to escape the venues we normally get married at so it didn't feel like we were working were you pleased with the photos more importantly yeah, we loved our photos um, and it, it's funny you should ask that because one of the questions we get asked from our couples a lot when they find out uh, about ourselves getting married is, is how did you choose your wedding photographer? And it was one of the first things we chose. We actually knew who we wanted to, take, who, who we wanted to photograph our wedding before we chose our venue or anything and we kind of booked our day around his availability. And that's a great thing that a lot of couples do with us. They check we're they fall in love with our photos, decide they want us to photograph their day, and they check that we're available before confirming the venue. And yeah, obviously we love that when that happens. We feel so privileged that someone wants to buy into us and our photography that that much that they'll plan the date. So yeah, it's a big compliment to us. Indeed. How is it living and working together all the time? It really is great working together, and I'm I'm, I'm not just saying that because you're sitting right next to me. Um, but yeah, we literally eat, sleep, breathe photography and weddings. It, our whole life revolves around it, and I think if one of us was doing it and not the other one, we'd never see each other. So it, it works really well. Um, when we're at a wedding, we haven't quite managed the the mind reading, um, but there's a certain element. Um, of knowing what the other one's thinking. So we have this uncanny knack of knowing when to step out the way and get out the other one's shot or knowing what the other one wants if we want a light moving or something like that. So it actually works quite well. We're not quite there with the telepathy, but not far off. 
I think because we do uh, live and breathe it, it, it would be difficult if it was just one of us doing it. But the fact we're both in the same position um, re really, really works and really helps us. Um, I think living and working together full time isn't for every couple, but for us, it, it just works so well. Tell us about your photos. What makes you unique? So um, we love a bit of drama. Um, by that, I don't mean um, kind of a drama on the wedding day. I mean dramatic photos with dramatic light, um, a photo that's got that wow factor. Um, we use light a lot, um, helps us shoot in low light, bright sunshine and everything in between. And it really gives that extra lift to our photos that kind of raises them above your, your norm. And yeah, that, that's the key to us. Is there a good or bad time of the year for wedding photographs, in your opinion? No, I wouldn't say there's a, there's a bad time. I think traditionally, you know, obviously couples get married July, August, the, the summer months. But every, every season has its benefits, its challenges. Um, and I know lots of photographers kind of shy away from winter weddings where we absolutely love them. Uh, and I think every... Every element has its own has its own uniqueness. So, if it rains, then we're going to get reflections and puddles, which which we use to our advantage. If it's windy, you're going to get a, a, a blowing, billowing vow. So, everything is good. It just makes for a different picture. Oh yes, anyone who has seen your work will have seen one of your billowing veil shots. Can you tell us how that's done? I could tell you, Peter, but I might have to kill you. <laughs> no, really, um, I'd like to say it's, it's all magic. Um, but if the truth is, it's all about the flick and run. So flick the vowel and run away and maybe a little bit of cloning in Photoshop if, if needed, if we haven't run quite run fast enough. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not quite the magic it seems. The, the wind helps a little, but yeah, we can still do it even without a little breath of wind in the air. Apart from the photographs, what else do you add to a couple's day? I think we, we're not just photographers on the day. Um, I think we like to add a calming influence. I mean, we, we've done things like we've driven a, driven a bride to a wedding venue before. Um, I've had to call a cab when the wedding car didn't turn up and get involved in that. Um, Sarah uh, is an expert bustler, which if you don't know what that is, it's busting up the back of the wedding dress so she can do the first dance without the dress trailing over the dance floor, um, taking out vows, things like that. So lots of that, that that we get involved with. I always keep a pair of scissors in my camera bag. Um, and it's just for things like during bridal prep, somebody will always ask for a pair of scissors be it to, to cut a bit of thread or something like that. So we just kind of, we just want to be there as that, uh, as I said initially, is that calming influence. After the wedding day is over and all the cake has been eaten, how do the couple get their wedding photos? So we provide the images on a, a personalised USB. Uh, when I say personalised, it's got the couple's name and the date on the front of the box. It's really lovely. Um, and also the images are available on an online gallery with a secure password. Do couples still have wedding albums or are wedding albums a thing of the past? Oh, no, we still um, do lots of wedding albums and we think actually they're more important now than ever before. Um, as Jeff just said, we provide the images on USB, um, which people really want. Um, but we feel that it's not until the images are printed that they actually really come to life. And the wedding album at the end of the day tells the story of the wedding day. Years ago, we were offering... Um, 
images on DVD and we don't have DVDs anymore. So how long before the USB has um, kind of won't be in existence anymore, but your wedding album's always going to be there. People have still got their parents' wedding albums, their grandparents' wedding albums. So we see them as a family heirloom. We can pass them down through the generations. Like we said, it tells a lovely story of their wedding day and, yeah, really brings the pictures to life. So we're a firm advocate for wedding albums is, is the way to go. It's the wedding albums of the future. <laughs> and indeed the past, uh, forever. If somebody is getting married and they're thinking about photographs and photographers, what would be your top tips for choosing the right photographer? So um, there's a few things. First and foremost, we think it's really important um, that a couple likes the wedding pictures that that particular photography does. That if you don't like the photos, then then kind of move on to and look for an, um, a wedding photographer somewhere else. You've got you've got to love what that photographer does. That's got to be number one. But nearly as important as liking the photos is you've got to like them because at the end of the day, we spend a lot of time with couples on their wedding day. And if you don't gel with somebody or you think actually that person's going to drive me crazy, that's not the person you want on your wedding day. So they're the the two main things that we'd say are important when choosing um, your wedding photographer. You say you spend a lot of time with the couple how many hours do you normally include in your wedding package? So we don't work to a set number of hours as such because I think for, for most of our couples, it's the, it's the first time they, they, they've done it. And if we offered a, a seven and a half or a eight hour package, then they've got to try and shoehorn that into their day. Um, and we just want to kind of eliminate all of that. So we, we work from event to event. So typically that would be from bridal prep and through to just after first dance. How much of that time, how much of their wedding day, should a couple expect you to be taking photographs of them? That's a great question. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things, it's not, it's not a set in stone because as we spoke about earlier winter weddings, when you've got a lot less light during the day, that's going to be a shorter time. Um, it's, it varies from wedding to wedding, but we would say normally the time between the end of the ceremony and the beginning of the wedding breakfast is when the majority of the, the photos are done, like the group photos. Uh, 90 minutes is a good time if you're looking for specific, but a lot of times that depends on the venue and their guidelines of when the, the time is for the day are. The way we work as well, we never want to take the couple away for an hour. So they're away from the guests and the guests don't know where they are or what they're up to. So we like to break the photography time um, with the couple down into smaller sections. So straight after ceremony, we might do a few quick photos. Then after the group shots, um, just before the couple's called into dinner, we'll do take them away for another 10, 15 minutes there. Nobody misses them at that point in the day. All the guests just want to go to the table, get their food. They're worried about where they're seating, um, not worried about where the couple are. So that's a great time to take them away. Um, and then after dinner, we'll also steal the couple away for another 10, 15 minutes and get some photos then. And that way we get in the light changing throughout the day. So best of both worlds, the couple aren't away from their guests for a long period of time. Um, they're not having to smile for photographs for a long period of time. And also we're making the most of the changing light conditions throughout the day. So it's a win-win for, for everyone. And I suppose it also means that they feel that it's their wedding day and not just a photo shoot. It's, it's one of the things we always say to our couples is it's 
it is your wedding day. It's not a glorified photo shoot. And we always, we always stress this point because it's ultimately we, we want to produce amazing photos, um, but not at the expense of the couple just spending the whole time away taking photos. So you have shot a great many weddings. Do you have a favourite wedding that comes to mind or a favourite wedding album? I think, truthfully, the, all the weddings that you photograph, they're a bit like children. You should never have favourites. I was hoping you would say yours, but go I was, was going to say your own, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he let me down there, didn't he? <laughs> You've given us some tips about choosing the photographer. Are there any top tips for the couple to help them prepare for what is required of them with the photographs on their wedding day? Yeah, first of all, we always recommend um, a couple have a pre-wedding shoot. Um, It's a great way for us to get to know them a little bit better, them to get to know us. Um, They get to feel comfortable in front of the camera. And we always say the more comfortable they are and the more relaxed they are in front of the camera on their wedding day, they'll just enjoy the photo experience far more and obviously then enjoy their wedding and the pictures will be better because they're they're more relaxed with it so yeah having a pre-wedding shoot is definitely kind of number one thing we'll say um, to couples it will help them get better pictures Um, other things on the day um, we always kind of help brides with um, timings of when they should be getting in their dress it just alleviates that stress Um, so we will say in your dress an hour before your ceremony time so then you've got a nice hour to take photos um, and you'll get pictures nice bridal portraits when you're totally ready after you spent all all morning getting ready you want to make the most of that and get some beautiful bridal portraits before you go up to your ceremony so yeah so managing the timings of the day really does help because there are other calls on your time in that pre-ceremony slot because of course if it's a civil ceremony the bride also has to speak to the registrar so it's not always available time for for you that's right, yeah. So that's why we always say to the bride, right, in your dress, totally ready an hour before so that we know we're not going to be spending that whole hour taking photographs. Some of that is going to be um, the registrar interview. Some of it will be just actually chatting to her family and bridesmaids. But we know if the bride is ready an hour before, we're going to get some nice photo time as well as all the other things that need to happen. And it just gives that extra bit of wiggle time that, that you sometimes need. Nowadays, everyone has a camera on their phone. How do you deal with wedding guests getting in the way? By and large, most, most guests are pretty respectful on the wedding day with, with their phones. I think um, during the ceremony, it can be an issue um, when guests stick their phone at, in, into the aisle. And if one of us is shooting from the back, that can um, compromise the photo that we're taking, especially something like a first kiss when you're only getting that one chance. So lots of our couples will have an unplugged ceremony where they say to their guests, um, no phones during the ceremony or no, no photos. And that, that works really well when more and more couples are doing that and we, we fully advocate that. Do you offer different styles of photograph? I wouldn't say we offer different styles as such. I think um, we have a style and it's it's probably quite difficult to interpret that in words it, 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 to get a feel for our style is, is to see our images really um, we do offer uh, a mix of colour and black and white we won't do any any special effects of any pictures um, 
Instagram filters, colour popping, anything like that. We want our photos to stand the test of time. Um, but we give a mix. Normally around 40% will be in black and white. Uh, and, and specifically if we think it's going to add to that particular image. The thing with black and white photographs is they're really classic and timeless. And so sometimes a certain image will just lend itself to be black and white. It literally cries out to be a black and white image. And, and they're the images that are very quite classy and classic. And yet it's, it's always nice to deliver a, a number of those um, in a finished set of images. How do you deal with shooting at a new venue? How important is it to a bride and bridegroom for you to have worked previously at their wedding venue, for example? I don't think it's it, it's it's not hugely important. It, it can have its its benefits, but we would always go to a venue. I would always visit a venue before shooting at the, the wedding. Now that might be a couple of weeks before. It might be on the day that we'd get there earlier, depending on on location. For destination ones, we'd potentially go there the day before if we're staying away. Um, but we'd always want to check it out. The thing is, a lot of people, a lot of photographers get bogged down with the actual venue um, rather than the light. Um, it's the light that makes the photo. So we're more interested in that and we're going to adapt uh, and just respond to the changing conditions. You can, go, you can know a venue extensively um, and you, you could shoot 10 weddings there in glorious sunshine and the day it chucks it down with rain, you're stuck. So you've always needed to adapt. We've taken some of our best photos um, when we've just seen something great happening in the moment. It could be the way the light is hitting a wall or a reflection. And those things just happen. You can't kind of set that in stone and say, right, I'm going to take this photo at this time. So it's the good thing about being a good photographer is you're reacting to what you're seeing and light's always changing. And that's, that's what it's all about the light for us. What would you say to a couple who are considering using a friend to take their photographs for them. Can I scream, don't do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there, there are thousands of great photographers out there and the, the, the common mistake people make is they think, well, my friend's a good photographer, my uncle's a good photographer, he can, he can shoot the wedding. And being a good photographer is a small part of being a wedding photographer. It's about experience of knowing when different moments are going to happen, knowing procedures on the day, just as Sarah said earlier, being reactive to, to different things. Um, so there's, there's that side of it. But then post-wedding, there's the delivery side of it. We have a, a robust system for um, turning around the images. If you get somebody who's not used to that and then all of a sudden they've got, uh, you know, a couple of thousand images they've got to deal with, that can be a real challenge for them then to, to get them edited and turned around. Whereas this is something we're doing on, on a weekly basis. So, yeah, the long and the short, exactly as Sarah says, don't do it. So if people want to meet you or see some of your work or indeed have more questions that we haven't uh, asked today, how do they contact you? So we're on all the social media channels uh, at Jeff Oliver Photography or our website, jeffoliverphotography.com. In terms of uh, having a chat in person, we can do that on, on, via Skype or couples can come over to see us at our studio in Blackheath, southeast London. Um, so, yeah, it's the, the, there's lots of ways to, to get in touch uh, and have a chat about their day. And... 
as this is purely audible, we should perhaps say Jeff Oliver is J E double F Oliver, and not the other way. There, there, there is another way. <laughs> Je- well, Jeff isn't a G off. <laughs> okay. So thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you, Jeff. It has been a great pleasure speaking to you today, and I look forward to working with you again soon. Thanks, Thank Peter. You have been listening to me, Peter Thompson, and my good friends, Jeff and Sarah Oliver from Jeff Oliver Photography. Collectively, we are all from My Wedding Professionals and we may be found at myweddingprofessionals.co.uk. As always, we hope you have enjoyed listening to us and we wish you every success and happiness as you continue along the path to your wedding.